So I figure, Trav... Um, yes? I'm going to get the sad part out of the way. You're going to get the sad part out of the way? I I wasn't sure I wanted to say anything about this because it's it's weird. Okay. Um, I've been a member of a an online video game forum since I was in my 20s. That's a while ago. So the... Um, it, it came from the uh, the old GameSpot forums, particularly the System War forums, which was which was what it sounds like was like people being immature jackasses arguing back and forth about like what console you own or if you're the PC elite kind of stuff. Mm. And you know, as I got older, the, the GameSpot forums kind of that stuff did that, that stuff went the way it went. But it, a band of about maybe thirty to fifty people kept kind of like migrating to other forums and i've ended up in a in a in a really tight-knit group that still just you know daily basis we're all talking about stuff and um this is like i said this has been about it's somewhere in the realm of getting up on 20 years of i've kind of known uh, these people all over the country all over the world all over the country and world wow we've we've been through a lot of stuff like this has been since before I've had kids. It was before I've been married to, you know, like to the love of my life. They're your OGs. They're, yeah. And, uh, but n- few of them to any I've met in real life. I've been like online and chatted with them a few mm-hmm. times. That's a huge preamble to say that a, a really good friend of mine that I've known for a long time uh, passed away this week. Oh, that's terrible. A guy named, uh, and here's the funny thing. I believe his name is Dwayne Ralston. I've never actually talked to him, so I don't know if it's Dwayne, 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 or what. Probably Dwayne. It's D E. It's capital D E, capital W A Y N E. Maybe it is Dwayne. Um, this was a this was a like a particularly big one because he he was a little older than than most of us. Um, he was a really sweet, very dad jokey kind of guy, and he <laughs> talked about his family all the time. Oh, that's cool. Um, he was one of the nicest guys I'd ever met, and I'm, it really, really hit me that this guy, and, and, and I'm genuinely sad now that I never, just never found a way. I think I, he, he lived back east. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make a guess and then screw it up, but uh, it, it's... It's a hard thing to process being a part of a very, what you would what you would think of its base sort of uh, casual sort of um, like non intimate type relationship, and then that person is completely he's going to be gone forever now, and I'm going to genuinely miss him. And he was uh, he was one of a handful of people who talked to me about the podcast a lot. A listener. Um, oh, oh man. He was, you know, when we look up subscribers on uh, on Podbean, you can actually see people that are subscribed. Yes. Not that I've necessarily, I, I don't know, but he was one of the people that was on there from the very beginning, and he would hit me up on, on that forum. He would hit me up every once in a while about it, and it really meant a lot to me that this guy really was genuinely interested in what we were doing, and, um, you know, as small of maybe uh, a gesture as it is, uh, I just wanted to pay tribute to him. You know, I really he he went by the name uh, Carnivorous Herbivore on the <laughs> forum. Just again, the just the sweetest dad jokes I've I've seen his ass. 
Oh, he posted well, pictures. You of him said non-intimate. That's yeah, pretty intimate. Well, okay. No, no. That's what I'm saying. Is like we see each other weekly, but we've never seen that much of each other. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes it doesn't really hit home how good of a friend some of these people that I don't really have what you would traditionally think of as a friendship. How close I really am with a lot of them. So. I think friendship can be very, very different. I mean, how many years did you and I not even see each other? Yeah, that's that's also true. It was. It was a real, uh, it really knocked me off my feet when you mentioned you wanted to do this show because, uh, it, I mean, it was it was genuinely a great day when I you know, was going to shows and just happened to run into you and right. to find out that you were doing stand-up. So. Friendship is a, it's a complicated thing. It can exist in many different, different ways. I mean, there's people that are Facebook friends and probably talk to people, you know, throughout comments or whatever all the time and they've never even met but they know things about each other's families i mean it's just it's a very interactive world now and people say that uh yeah everybody's always on their phone they don't actually uh talk to people anymore well they do in a different way i mean Mm -hmm. obviously you and this whole group and Dwayne specifically you guys have had this long-term friendship even though you've never actually met it doesn't make it any less important to you just because you've never actually met the person i mean that doesn't really necessarily make a difference all the time and sometimes you know people like fall in love online without even meeting and believe it or not it can actually work out so i i did meet the love of my life as through online dating as long as as long as there's genuine uh truth behind it it's just as good as you know meeting somebody in person are you encouraging me to live my truth live your truth (laughs) So, so, you know, all that said, um, I think before you go, I oh. think, I think the, Ooh. when people like, oh yeah, it's like, you know, I'm online. I think there's always the suspicion of, well, nobody's actually being themselves online, but sometimes yeah. they are. And when, when that is real, then the friendship is real. I'm just, I'm just going to refer to him as I, as I knew him. It, Karn was one of the most gen, just genuine. He was, he was the biggest heart in that forum. Ah, and, uh, you know, I'm going to miss you, bud. So RIP, my, my good friend, Dwayne. I know it seems like it seems silly to say thoughts and prayers, but I mean, hey, thoughts and prayers to his family and thoughts and prayers, all of his friends and loved ones that, I mean, it's a, it's a crappy thing about life is sometimes thoughts and prayers is kind pass of, away. thoughts and prayers is kind of a much maligned, um, term for, for good reason. It, you know, it, it, I don't want to. I don't want to get into that. But there's a base level of wishing people well in hard times that I mm-hmm. think that the phrase "thoughts and prayers" covers. That yes, thank you. Hmm. You know, it's like when something bad happens, as, as holy holy balls, it's been a bad week out there. Right. For the, those bad things that happen, I have these horrible feelings, but. And I want to convey how deeply sorrowful it is in these, let's just call it what it is, these mass shootings. I feel terrible and I hate it. And it, it, you know, there's a dark, deep, gross pit in the middle of me that just seethes and, you know, wallows and I weep for it. And I feel bad for these people and I want to be able to express that, but not, not get into the sort of thoughts and prayers area that is maligned for, right. for the reason of that it kind of also... It kind of also uh, is a way for people to be inactive about the bad things. I think it's a there's a helplessness to that kind of situation because you don't know what's going to happen until it happens. 
Yeah. Obviously, if if you knew somebody was going to do something bad, people would try to stop that situation from happening. But in these kind of really terrible things, you don't know it's going to happen until it happens. And there's no time machines for that. So it makes us feel helpless as human beings that well, I like, we I like, couldn't control the situation. I like to, you know, it's for me personally, you try to be, you try to be an advocate. You try to be an activist. Um, I, I, I try not to shield myself from it. I try not to, I try not to look away from that. Honestly, sometimes, sometimes I have to shut it off just for my own sanity, but I don't. Boy, it's getting deep in here, isn't it, it's, bud? It's pretty deep. Yeah. Comedy. Comedy. Hey, what have you been doing lately, Trev? Oh, let's, let's see. Let's just let's let's pull our let's let's pull our boat out of let's uh, let's get out of Sad Boy Harbor. Toot toot. Now, meep, meep. what harbor shall we go to? Who speaking of harbor? I did watch that Frankenstein's monsters, Frankenstein's monsters, monster or whatever it was it's, called. It's weird and fascinating. It's very weird. Yeah, it, it's weird. <laughs> um, I need I need to go back and watch that again and see if I can parse a little more because it, it goes by really fast, right? Yeah, it's like a half an hour long or something like that. I, I actually, the, I was most entertained when they were showing the like uh, the stuff in David Harbor Junior's office where he's like yelling at the people that worked with his father. I want the truth. <laughs> yeah, that was the most entertaining part for me. <laughs> My favorite part was him doing kind of parodying the late stage Orson Welles commercials. Yeah, that was funny too. Yeah, I got that a real was kick funny. out of that. Beef Wellington and I. And now I kind of find myself saying things like, and that's how I got into Juilliard. <laughs> I'm glad you got to see that. It, I, I don't necessarily get it, but I think it's kind of something special. I would, I, I, the, the information's got to be out there. I would really like to know how that thing got made. I would think it probably, is, maybe Netflix said, sure, you can do that, hoping... Maybe he'll come back for season three if we let him do this. You've got $10. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's about what they spent on it. It was fun, though. Uh, luckily, it wasn't an hour and a half. I don't know if I would have finished it if it was that yeah. long. Um, yeah. I think I might want to see more of that explored because they don't, <clears throat> they don't really, they don't exactly resolve it, but, you know, whatever. I finally watched Inglorious Bastards. How did you like Inglorious Bastards? It was really, really cool. Yeah, I, it's one good I, movie, isn't it? I always meant to watch, but I just never got around to it. And I had a night where everybody else was doing something else. And I was like, all right, well, let's see what's on. And there it was. Isn't Christoph Waltz holy crap good? Uh, yeah, that first scene when he goes to the little farmhouse. Yeah. I would like to try some of your delicious milk. He's just, it's creepy because he's almost likable. Yeah. But you know that there's like, a real darkness and you you actually see the darkness come out at the end of the movie yeah <laughs> when he meets uh uh is it diane kruger helen it's, kruger it's been a something little, kruger it's been what the kids refer to as a minute since i've seen that movie so i don't necessarily remember names back and forth too much i'm but it, it was really cool yeah brad, I, brad pitt real good brad pitt's real good yeah nancy skull or nancy scalps uh, Whoa, what's his name again uh God, what is his name? If only I had an electronic device where I could... I should have already been looking that up. But, it, yeah, excellent movie. I can't believe it took me that long to see it. Everybody that has ever seen it loved it. It's a weird, like... It's not even a common name. When they start speaking Italian, 
That was funny. Italian. I, I speak a little Italian. <laughs> See, I'd kind of forgotten about that. That is a really great part of that. Uh, so he was Lieutenant Aldo Rain. Aldo Rain, yes. Yeah, the bastards. Melanie Melanie Laurent as Shoshana. She's really good in it. Yeah, she was. I'm gonna have to watch it again. I was pretty tired when I, I watched it. You have made me want to watch it now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it again. Like I'm looking at this. I'm forgetting that Michael Fassbender's in it at any point. Yeah, he was really good in. It. He wasn't in it for very long, but yeah. that whole is, scene was really good too. Am I wrong? Is that the movie that Mike Myers is in it? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's like a a British. He's Army a British guy. guy. Like, are we supposed to like be laughing? Like a general or something. Like, there's no jokes in here. Are we just supposed to be laughing because it's Mike Myers? What, it was what's basically the dad from So I Married an Axe Murderer, I think. It's the only, or Shrek, it's the yeah. only thing he can do. <laughs> it is literally the only accent. It's, oh, God bless you, Mike Myers. I kind of wish Mike Myers would make a comeback. He, I enjoy As far Mike as Myers. I know, he's still doing that gong show thing. Is that, what? What channel is that even on? I have no idea. Oh, I've never Trav, seen it or network TV. I'm just watching out out there watching Hulu. Holy moly! I don't know what's going on on real TV. <laughs> Good old holy moly. Speaking of Hulu, can we talk about Hulu for a second? Go at it. Disney Plus put out a uh, an announcement. You can get for twelve ninety nine. You can get a bundle of Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. Did they? After they announced that, did they drop a microphone on Netflix on a Netflix logo? They should have. That's that's a good price. Th- that's the thing. I, I, I'm paying more than that for Hulu now because I do the Hulu without commercials. Trav, if you're playing the if you're playing the late to the party drinking game, drink because I'm going to talk about how my, my misgivings <laughs> about Disney, you know, Disney getting us into our our dark Disney future. Like th- that's a great deal, but it, like it's. It it feels like a Disney. It feels like a white gloved hand like closing <laughs> around me. I just, There's going to be so much content on there though. I was I kind of glanced at an article today and it was saying that uh, Netflix not getting the rights to Endgame is going to potentially make them lose billion, oh yeah. billions of dollars. Netflix is. I think we were talking about this. Netflix is in a bad place. They're losing some. They're really in key a pickle. Stuff. They're losing some key stuff. Uh, they're lo- they're uh, they've paid a lot of money on a lot of stuff that's just not entirely panning out for them. I mean, it it was all good strategy before there was a bajillion streaming services and the the giant specter of Disney looming <laughs> over them. Right. When I think of Netflix at this point, I think Stranger Things, Umbrella Academy, and then Murder and Hitler. That's forget- pretty much. What's You're forgetting on there. a key component, Travis. You're forgetting. Anime. Oh, anime. I don't watch anime. You're, you're so also I, forgetting like cooking shows and stuff like that. I do like a lot of the cooking stuff on there. They've got some really cool stuff. And comedians and cars getting coffee. And stand-up. Yeah. Boy, Even you, the stand-up that's on there is... I don't know. You feel, you got to think that there are people a lot of on it, Netflix like, looking at each other like, how much how much do we pay for Eddie Murphy again? <laughs> how many series could we do for that? God, right. what do we do? I think... <laughs> The specials that are on stand up or on Netflix, actually, I did. I just watched uh, the Whitney Cummings one, mm-hmm. and there's some really good stuff in there. The end, she brings out a sex robot that it looks exactly like her. She had it made. That's about 20 minutes long, but the actual stand up part is really <laughs> good and clever and smart, and I really enjoyed that. I didn't really enjoy the robot stuff. It was like, all right, we get it, but. Uh, 
I don't know what they're doing with stand up as far as there's so many good stand ups out there, and I don't see any of their stuff on Netflix. Oh, but really? the, then they put out people that I have never heard of, like ever. <laughs> and if I've never heard of them, I don't know how, you know, just regular run of the mill people that aren't aren't super into stand up have wonder, heard of them. I wonder if that's not just kind of the the landscape of stand up in that there's just so many comedians out there. Yeah, there's too many. I, I, when I was down in L.A., they said, uh, one of my friends, Ellen Doyle, um, she said that they did a census, and they figured there's at least 5,000 people doing stand-up just in L.A. Yeah. Not that That's not San Diego. That's not I'm, Anaheim. I'm kind of not surprised by that. <laughs> that's just L.A. <laughs> 5,000 people. They all have podcasts, and we're competing with all of them, Trav. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, I, I wanted to. I wanted to, to pull back into uh, Inglorious Bastard Harbor. Oh yeah. Quick. Okay. What you were saying about the uh, Christoph Waltz is kind of likable in that. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see D- Django Unchained? Yes. I was just. I was just. Gonna I say, love him in that movie. Watch Django Unchained because you get the same thing, but you get to like him. Yeah, in that you movie. get. He's actually a good guy in that one. So. <laughs> yeah, he's not a Nazi in that one. <laughs> All right, we pull back out of that harbor. So I, I really don't like Tarantino, but I do like. Yeah, his style of making movies. I think thing. he's a creep, just but, from things I've heard about him. Like, and I'm not going to repeat him on here because I've heard stuff from people that's like secondhand. Kind of, yeah. That you know, specific, slightly specific things. Well, it it's not even. I don't have proof, so I'm not going to yeah. slander somebody. But to me, it's like you hear enough of that stuff. I think that's where I'm people. at. Is that the the hardest thing about watching Quentin Tarantino movies is knowing. Uh, knowing some things but just kind of knowing right. what Quentin Tarantino is in a lot of ways like it's hard his love of films has made for some really good movies he makes beautiful movies <laughs> you know what i mean he does he makes really good style stylish movies that for the most part age well i still don't like jackie brown even though everybody loves it i <laughs> I, I love jackie brown that's my favorite tarantino movie i'll fight you on it but that you know I just really love that movie. I've seen it twice. I was because I went back and watched it. I was like, "All right, enough people have said Jackie Brown is amazing. I should try it again." And I was like, "Nah, I just don't you like got it." Got me on a kick now, man. I just I really like that it it feels like a like a throwback to uh, it feels like a, it feels like his most seventies movie. And I like oh yeah, really like maybe that's why movies. I don't like it. I like seventies movies. So maybe that's my kick with it. It's also like Pam Greer and Robert Forrester's performance. They're, those two actors are really magnetic in that movie for me. It's full of people that I like. Robert Forrester is Max Cherry in particular. He's the protagonist, and he's kind of different from most of Tarantino's kind of protagonists. Yeah. It's just, I, lo- I love that movie. And now, now I want to watch a bunch of those movies. It's got so. Samuel L. Jackson, Michael Keaton, Bridget Fonda. Yeah. Mrs. Uh, uh, What's his name? You know, from Oingo Boingo. Oh, why can't I remember his name now? You you said Danny it. Elfman. Yeah, Danny Elfman. Mrs. Danny Elfman. Yeah. Okay. I forgot about that bit. Of she was a single white ever. female. She was a before single she white met female. Danny Elfman. <laughs> At the point of no return. Was she in that movie? Yeah, I think I'm that just, was a that was a Nikita movie. Like was it? Nikita? I think it was. I only I only when when you said the when you said I. I all I could remember was Point of No Return and remember her folding her arms on the poster. Yep. So She looked never uh, seen it. She looked tough and annoyed. Yes. <laughs> Didn't she though? 
I always liked Bridget Fonda. I thought she was a good actress. Yeah, I don't know what she's doing nowadays. I ain't got no complaints. Maybe she's being married to Danny Elfman. Probably, I guess. So um, she's his muse. Trav, we gotta talk about it. It's the elephant in the room. It's the Samoan Thor in the room. The Samoan Thor. We have to talk about that. I went and saw Hobbs and Shaw. It doesn't matter what you saw. <laughs> no, I think it would greatly matter to Dwayne Johnson that I went and saw his movie. I'm sure he seems he'll pretty... send you a thank you note. Yeah. He got up at four this morning to write them all. Y- yeah. <laughs> with a with a, a pen that weighs 18 pounds. And a giant chain around his neck. <laughs> yeah, I, saw, I, I went and saw Hobbs and Shaw last night with the family. It is... An incredibly dumb movie that I had a blast seeing. Good. That's exactly what I want. It is. I just want silly, dumb car chases and feats of strength that no human can actually pull off. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, man, I... <laughs> How was Roman Reigns in it? Roman Reigns is not in it very much, and he doesn't... I didn't think he would He be. doesn't have much by way of an actual character in the movie. That's all right. Which is fine. Um, what is? I what mean, is, think about the Rock's first movie, so, the Scorpion King. He didn't really have oh, a lot the, of lines. They did CGI his his eyebrow, though. Yes, they did. He did That's, the eyebrow raise. I will never forget about that. that <laughs> it they, didn't need to be there. They CGI'd his eyebrow. <laughs> yes, it was just there. Hey, hey, Trav, guess what? What? Guess what they do in Hobbs and Shaw? What? A Rock eyebrow joke. Really? Yes. Nice. Guess what? What? Hey, this is one that I I always. This started standing out. Um, I don't remember what movie of his this started standing out, but much like the Tarantino going to have lady feet in his movies, <laughs> you know what The Rock always has in all of his movies? And it's, I don't think it's usually him that says it. And I really think this is something that he makes sure is in all the movies. What? Someone referencing the baby oil he puts on his body. <laughs> I've never noticed it, but I'm going to look for it. Watch, watch some of his. I know. For Is that sure. in the Jumanji trailer? Does somebody mention baby oil in the I'm Jumanji not, Two I'm trailer? Not sure. It seems like it. I'm not sure, but huh. I know. I know for sure in the unbelievably terrible Baywatch, someone makes a reference. To I never saw that baby one. oil. I think that they. I think in the Fast and Furious movies, they make fun of his baby oil a lot. <laughs> but it's just and why not? Always in his movies. It's, it's dangerous to lift that much weight with slippery um, hands. There's a cheat day gag in it, which I think is I think is another thing that he, you know, he it's uh, if you follow him on any social media, he's got a lot of stuff about that. Yeah, there? yeah, I've seen his cheat days, like but, five uh, pizzas, cookies, you know, pies. On a, on a personal note, ice cream, yeah, lasagna. Oh, he's a bit of a Garfield, is he? <laughs> Garfield just got by Nickel. Just got by, Nickel- by Nickelodeon. Nickel- yeah. Hey, Nickel. Odie. Odie on. on. Ah, that's a good Ah-ha. one. I didn't think of that. I'm a little disappointed in myself. Well, good job, tw- though. Twitter didn't think I was very funny with that one. So. Oh, well, Twitter, you're wrong because I enjoyed it. It's a nice piece of wordplay. Oh, 30 to 50 feral hogs, am I right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, um, on a personal note, I'm not big on the the what feels to me overwrought posturing of the two of J- Jason Statham and uh, Dwayne Johnson. Friend of the forth. show, Jason Statham. Yes, friend of the show, Jason <laughs> Statham. Not a huge fan of that, but look, man, I went and saw the movie. It's not like I could pretend like it wasn't coming. I'm going to go see it in a few weeks when I'm out of town with my family. 
that's one we're going to definitely go see is Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Uh, like like a lot of uh, Fast and Furious movies, I had several. That's now. That's not how Thing X works. <laughs> that's just not you know. Um, no, not a spoiler. There's a flamethrower in the movie. Flamethrowers don't throw bodies. <laughs> they don't have force behind. They don't them. have. They don't have launch power. <laughs> They just don't. It's one of those things where they do it in one movie or TV show, and it just becomes like, yeah, I guess that's how it is now. Like, uh, my wife has been watching uh, the old Veronica Mars episodes because there's new ones on Hulu now. Have you watched any of them with her? Uh, I watched watched, uh, a few uh, seasons a few years ago. It was... How do they hold up? uh, To me, it's like Buffy the Vampire Slayer without humor or monsters. I, so uh, I didn't dig it. I she remember, likes it. I remember really liking that show, and I want to watch the new stuff. But, you know, I'd have to go back and watch. Was it? Well, she's watching it on Ambien, so maybe that helps. <laughs> I think she's watching watched Veronica the same Mars episode about 18 times. Watching Veronica Mars and, like, ordering, I don't know, punching bags on Amazon. <laughs> she really likes it, though. But my point is uh, that it's got the trope of the nerdy kid. Uh, is somebody that can hack into the school computers. Yeah. Like every every uh, well, she's got, teenage show has got to have... you got to have the nerdy kid that can hack nerd, into the computers. She's got the, the bad boy, and she's got the bad boy at school, but it's a jerky bad boy. Right. Yeah. But you always got to have the nerd that can hack. you got flamethrowers. I mean, there's all these crazy things. That, it's just those things. Uh, yeah, it's just like I said... It, it's not even it's it doesn't even necessarily it doesn't hurt things for me it's almost even something that i enjoy about the movies is uh, we'll say i i won't uh you know i won't spoil what it is i will say there was one point i said like i don't think that's how tires work (laughs) i went on a bit of a uh it was a shark movie uh bender on sunday oh hi shark oh hi shark we watched open water which i'd always heard was great Nobody ever told me it was basically a student film. It was... I didn't enjoy it. I don't think I've seen it. Wasn't, it wasn't that good. And then there was Open Water 2. Oh, well. And that was ridiculous. There wasn't even a shark in it. We watched it. There wasn't a single shark. They, it's these, Weird. It's these uh, old high school friends. They get together. They get on a yacht. And they sail out to the ocean. And most of, uh, all of them but two go mm. swimming in the ocean. One lady stays back because she had a traumatic experience in the water where her dad had a heart attack and died and ended up drowning. And also, I don't know if he drowned or the heart attack killed him before that, but she was like really little. (laughs) Yeah, she was really little. She tried to save him, couldn't couldn't do it. So she was terrified. So she stayed on the boat and her little baby was on the boat down down below. And then the the jerky, like, you know, jockey guy, uh, like picks her up and jumps into the water with her into the ocean and she starts freaking out, and they're trying to get her out, and they realize since that dude jumped in with her the way he, he did, nobody put down uh, like a ladder or anything, <laughs> so they couldn't get back on the ship. So they're out for like hours oh, and man. hours, just treading alongside the ship, and they all start trying to do things to get back on the ship, and one by one they start dying. <laughs> so it's a real kind of season of the witch thing, or yeah, but there's no sharks. It was just them doing things like hitting their head on the bottom of the boat or accidentally stabbing while they're arguing. And it's like, all right, this is stupid. Weird. And then we watched, but we watched one called, I think it was called Ice Sharks. 
Ice Sharks? And I, it was a sci-fi movie from like two or three years ago. It was on Amazon Prime. And it is the most ridiculous, horrible... They take it so seriously, but they're supposed to be on like some sort of Arctic uh, fact-gathering mission. And <laughs> they've got like this big steel structure that they they work in made of cardboard <laughs> like they, they close the the doors that are, you you know you're supposed to like crank the wheel to close it down you can see the cardboard moving when they close it it's so bad there's one scene where uh these sharks uh for some reason they have uric acid in them and it it makes it so they can live in the cold and they've been there all along. Nobody knew they were there because they were under, under the ice. But they start swimming underneath this structure, and their fins are cutting through the <laughs> ice. This this is just a like a bus. This is just a Looney Tunes cartoon. It is so bad, but so funny. The acting in it is is let, let more guess, stiff than the walls. Trav, can I can I guess how they defeat the sharks? So it's you like so they're saw, they're sawing through the ice they're sawing through the ice mm-hmm. and like the whole sh- the whole movie is like this tension about like what's going to happen when you get through the ice but what happens is when they oh, finally they cut through in minutes <laughs> see you're killing my premise here so I was going to say <laughs> they cut through the ice but like all the ice all the actual ice <laughs> falls through and it's just the island of ice that they cut through <laughs> that would have been funny but they didn't do that no it sinks so they get trapped underwater and then there's like hundreds of those sharks. And they, they radio for somebody to come help them. Anybody recognizable in it? No. Yeah. Well, no. Uh, Polaris uh, Polaris uh, snowmobiles are very recognizable. Oh, hey. My it's wife, good to see that they're still getting work. My wife kept going, brought to you by Polaris. <laughs> Every time they would show Polaris on it. It was so funny, and it wasn't trying to be funny, I don't think. It wasn't even... You know how the... The Sharknado movies are clearly like tongue in cheek, trying to be funny. Yeah, this was trying to be serious, and it was so bad. I loved oh, man. it. <laughs> I forgot if I had asked you before. Have you seen The Shallows? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I like Shallows. Yeah, The Shallow. That's the one with uh, uh, what's her name? Could not tell you. Gun to my head. I can't remember. Yeah, I have seen it. There's another one called The Reef. I need to watch though. So, yeah. oh, shark stuff. It's fun. Going back to, uh, pulling back into Hobbs Bay, Hobbs and Shaw Bay, I just wanted to briefly say, uh, I don't think that, I don't know that we'll talk about it right now, because I, so here's a weird thing, I hadn't been... How's Idris Elba in it? Idris Elba's over to Idris Elba, he's great. Is he up to the par to take on the likes of The Rock and Jason Statham? Uh, He's like part robot, so sure. Oh, he's like an android. I mean, they've... They've gone into that in the trailers that he's well, super yeah. enhanced. He's got computer eyes and I heard the original line was for him to say I'm Black James Bond. And he said, "No, I'm not going to do that. That would <laughs> the internet the will freak out." <laughs> so he ended up saying Black Superman instead. <laughs> no, he's he's great and good villain. Uh, he has a transformer bike that follows him around like a puppy. Here's my here's my theory. So, I have not seen it yet. Jason Statham started as a bad guy yes he was a really really bad guy he was doing terrible things the rock started as kind of not necessarily a villain but he was like the government trying to catch up with toretto and all the all those guys so he kind of was like he he was the foil of the movie yes my theory is 
that Idris Elba making a face at you. Idris Elba also will take that same story arc and become a part of the universe and maybe have his <gasps> own movie. Oh my! Oh my goodness! You don't have to tell me. That's just my theory. <laughs> you can Let's nod. Just, you can nod yeah. if you don't want to hey, say it. This is going to really. This Am is really going to knock the shoes off of your feet. He's not nodding. Everybody. It really. It really seems like they're. <laughs> I don't know that you're going to see Hobbs and Shaw in Fast and Furious movies anymore because they are clearly trying to build a universe. And the the thing I was going to say that I don't. I don't know how how out there this is that there are there are two particular actors that really steal the show. Right. And. I don't know how many people know that they're even because I didn't know that they were in it. Hmm. But I'm also I'm also not following the movie. You mentioned at least one of them to me, and I I, I had no idea that yeah. this person was in it. There there are two particular actors who, like I said, genuinely steal the movie. They are the <laughs> the funniest, most engaging parts of the movie. Wow! And and seem like they're being set up as they're going to show up in more movies. Like nice. They're building up. They're building up side characters. More well known, Helen Mirren's in it. Uh, you know the Sean, his sister. Uh, what is that one? What is that one? Is it Vanessa Kirby? Is that right? Yeah, Vanessa they, Kirby. You know, they're obviously going to be more into it. And she was in the last uh, Mission Impossible movie. Yes, she is alien-like in appearance in an amazing way. I don't know. She just. She is. She she has an inhuman look about her that is. Hmm. That is that is in no way a pejorative. Just that she is ridiculously, like, just you cannot take your eyes off her. I think that makes for an interesting character, actually. Yeah, like, that's think, what I'm saying. Is I've, you know, she really pops up, and I'm I like seeing her and stuff because she she is very good. I think Hollywood has gotten way too cookie cutter. I would not like you have to look that. like this person. You have to look like a Kardashian. There's so many women that look like Kardashians now. Yeah. It's like. All right, well, you'd probably be really attractive if you didn't make yourself look like a Kardashian, too. There's, but there's that pressure. Everybody wants to fit in. But Hollywood, I mean, look at look at movies. Like, we were talking last week about, uh, uh, I saw American Werewolf in London. And there was nobody in Are that movie. Are talking about the American Werewolf in London cinematic universe that they, yeah. they did? <laughs> yeah. There was an American Werewolf in Paris in the 90s, if you remember. Yes. But when I was watching it, I was very cognizant, I think I said that word right, of the fact that none of them were like gorgeous people. They were very, I mean, they were attractive, ordinary looking people. That's a very 80s thing. Yeah. And, and it's, it's a very not 80s, like that anymore. Thing. Like, think, think about Kojak. <laughs> Telly Savalas, yeah. yeah. Or, or uh, what's his name? What's the what's the other detective guy that, since I said Kojak, it went out of my head? Uh, coach. No, it's not Coach, duh. Craig T. Nelson? It's not Craig. <laughs> but, you know, let's take a minute to talk about Craig T. Nelson. Craig T. <laughs> what you up, doing, yo? Craig? But Mr. Incredible. People love character actors. Look at uh, David Harbour in Stranger yeah. Things. David Harbour is not like Brad Pitt. You know, he's he's a normal looking guy. He's an attractive, normal looking guy, but he seems like somebody you could work with, yeah, in real life yes. or live next to. I kind of like people that look like normal people, people. that have character. But yeah. but on the other other end of the spectrum, you have having seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood last week. Brad Pitt is unearthly good looking, but he is also incredibly magnetic. Like he, right? You know, well, he's he, a movie he's star. Super, I mean. There are some people... But he's also... He's super charming. Right. Well, that's part of it. Like, Tom Cruise, it's almost like he was he was meant to be a movie star. 
Same with Brad Pitt. That kind of, you know, you just see him and you're like, okay, Tom Cruise yeah. is like disturbingly charming. Yeah. He's, I think he's very, very aware of the way he's acting. And I think he tried to go out on a limb one time on Oprah and try, I think he was trying to seem fun or <laughs> like anything can happen when Tom Cruise well, is then, in town. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And it uh, didn't work. <laughs> stories that I hear about him, lots of people that have worked with him talk about that he is, he's like the most present person that they've, that they've kind of met. That you could meet him once and like five years later, he would remember exactly who you are. Because he's just, that's crazy. He's just man. that, and that's what I'm saying is like, he's dialed in in a way that is at the same time, like really charming, but also at the same time feels maybe manufactured a little bit. But you know what? But hey, name a bad movie that he was in. Name a bad movie he's in. I'm sure I could do it. I off the top of my head, I can't think of anything. He's he's done a couple of stinkers. The only stinker oh, um, I can think of is jumping on Oprah's couch. No, no, like no, what no, was no, he no. thinking there? He, but he had a recent one that didn't work out. You have to stretch now because I'm gonna look up Tom Cruise. Oh, you're gonna say Jack Reacher? No, I'm not gonna say Jack. Reacher. I saw an article that said The Rock was considered for Jack Reacher, and The Rock also. This was on IMDb, I think. The Rock was also considered for uh, the role that Johnny Depp took as uh, Willy Wonka. <laughs> that, I, <laughs> Could sure. you imagine that? Yeah, I, that would have been way better than what they did. That would have uh, been have so ever, weird. <laughs> have you ever read any Jack Reacher? Uh, no, I, I know that there's there's a group of people out there who just love those books. But yeah, dads. Do. I've seen I've seen the movies and have, I like the movies. There are excerpts out there, and they talk about Jack the size of Jack Reacher's hands. I, I'm he's supposed sure, to be a huge man. Yeah, right? he's supposed to be a huge man. And I'm pretty sure at one point they say his hands are as big as dinner plates, which <laughs> that that's not unless you're Andre the Giant person who spoke French because he was deaf. That's not how hands work unless you're Andre the Giant. Let's do a reboot. David Harbour as Jack Reacher. <laughs> OK, sure. I'm all about it. I'm looking through some here and oh, dude. OK, you want to talk about a Tom Cruise bomb? Let's go back to 2017. 2017, it, uh, the dark cinematic universe's first oh, outing. Oh, the Mummy. Yeah, yeah, the Mummy was a bummy. Yeah, the, it, it was basically a Mission Impossible movie with with like Egyptian he's, hieroglyphics. He's he's very consistent. I'm he, not I'm not going to get down on Tom was, Cruise because I really like most of his movies. He wasn't terrible. It was a terrible movie, but he was he was basically Ethan Hunt in it. To you know, be there, honest with you. There are things on here like Rock of Ages that I just haven't seen. Yeah, I've don't never really seen care that. about. Was Night and Day any good? Night and Day is excellent. Is it? I okay. really like Night and Day. Cameron Diaz is in it. Some of them I just haven't it. seen. It's funny because he keeps calling her. Uh, he keeps calling her by her first and last name, and at one point, like just when you start as an audience member getting annoyed by it, she goes, "Stop saying my first and last name." <laughs> it was like. They must have test screened it to decide exactly where to have her say that. She's like, stop saying my first and last name. <laughs> so. Good old Tom super, Cruise. super extended pass away was just to say <laughs> the, the, that uh, what's her bahoobie that I keep forgetting her name. And did I close? Oh, Helen Mirren? Close that. Yeah. Helen, or Vanessa Kirby. For what, Vanessa Kirby, a naturally good looking. Uh, Helen Mirren, though, also unnaturally like an ageless beauty oh yeah have you ever seen uh there's a movie it's on netflix it's called ah the something about 10 feet 
It's either like the ten foot, uh, the ten foot journey, I think, or maybe no, it's the one hundred foot journey. What is I was going off on? by ninety feet. It's called Trav. the one hundred foot journey. Look, Trav. Yes. If I could walk five hundred miles, and I could walk five hundred more, we would be the podcast that would walk a thousand miles and fall down in your feed. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Sorry, that, that was that was a million percent. That, that was as dumb as Hobbs and Shaw, <laughs> <laughs> but just as fun. Okay, but there's a there's a the movie. It's on Netflix. It's called The One Hundred Foot Journey, and it's about uh, a family that moves from India. They're trying to find a place in Europe, and they stumble into this uh, French village, and they buy this this old abandoned like farmhouse, and they're going to turn it into a their restaurant because uh i guess their mom their mother was an extraordinary cook she's passed away she taught all the kids how to cook so they're amazing cooks too and particularly the the main person in the in the movie is is an outstanding cook but it's directly across the street from helen mirren's michelin star restaurant (laughs) and she's very uh persnickety and rude to them and she kind of starts this battle with them and then spoiler alert it's a few years old she comes around, like people in the town, uh, like uh, spray paint their their building and stuff like that. And, Much like uh, and what she, you think Idris Elba does in Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, but she kind of stoked the fires, and then when it got out of control, oh, there actually is fire. There's a fire. Yeah, there's a fire. <laughs> so she did stoke the fires. When it gets out of control, she has a change of heart and comes around and actually ends up dating the dad. And but it's an, it's it's PG. It's super adorable movie. Like if you want like a pick me up, like I want to feel good about the world. It's really really good, and it's about cooking and food and a couple different love stories in it. It's really nice. Uh, Helen Mirren's in it. Did I mention that? I, I okay heard it. <laughs> okay. Last thing. That's I wanna, why I brought it up. <laughs> last thing I want to say about uh, Hobbs and Shaw for now. Like hopefully you get to see it, and we can chat a little bit more about it at a later date. But uh, <sighs> this is petty. Uh, British people (laughs) (laughs) having a bubble, having a bubble. Uh, the should we should we say uh the name? Should we say Ricky Gervais? Oh yeah, we'll see if we can get. Does Ricky Gervais show up in it? Ricky Gervais does not show up. Should he join the universe? Hey man, if he gets punched by the rock, I'm all for it. He was just in a new episode. It's his second episode of uh. Uh, comedians in cars getting coffee, and I, Ricky Gervais up there with um, Neil deGrasse Tyson as guys who are like making it really hard to like them at all. No, actually, in in this episode, when he's on that show with Jerry Seinfeld, I really really like him. That, Spoiler alert: is there, There's a lot of there are but a lot of programs. There are other that, times that I really don't. There are a lot of programs that people say he's really good in, and I just find him so unlikable that it's really hard to get back into that headspace yeah uh, i go i seriously go back like i've i've mentioned on this podcast before that there are th- times i really don't like him but I, he's one of those people i go back and forth and I, I i really like him sometimes and i don't other times i'm not interested enough in most of the things he does to ever feel like i need to worry about liking him so i can right. i can be genuinely comfortable in having a <laughs> having a moderate distaste for him He's Speaking a, he's a that, seesaw person for me, but you're talking about British people. I was going to say just just a, a brief passing with that specific great ass in that. He's got a great ass. 
Maybe my favorite part of Heat. <laughs> Heat, an amazing movie. Maybe my favorite part is that part where he goes, because she's got a great ass. You hit all the way. Hover it. <laughs> oh, Pacino. Commanding performance. Um, in that slight realm, because I mentioned him, did you see the DeGrasse Tyson tweet about the shootings? Yeah, I. if I what could uh, phrase it, it was... I mean, I wasn't going to quote it. I just was it was basically it. saying uh, that people are really emotional, but there's also facts about like people die of the flu. The like, what a what a prick! He shouldn't have said it, even if there's truth to it. Like facts, oh, yeah. facts are a very important thing. But when people are emotional, that's not the time to bring well, it up. I mean, not you know what I mean. Trav, you, you give it some space, Trav. Not to get too political on you, but there's. There's maybe not a political thing you can outright point to to say, hey, maybe in America we've got too much cold weather. The the GOP is trying to let everyone have cold weather and it's causing these flu outbreaks. Right. What he's talking about, it, like he's not talking about the same thing. And just what a just what a prick. Hey, I have said for a while I don't trust Neil deGrasse Tyson and... I know there's been some Me Too stuff floating around. I haven't liked him for a while because he, I'm not saying he's not brilliant. He he obviously is a brilliant person, but he likes being a celebrity. I and like I, tr- I don't trust wanting to be celebrity. Like, I want to be a successful comedian. I don't want to be famous. I want to make my living doing comedy. And if I have, like, people that actually like what I do and come to see me, that would be spectacular. But I don't want to be famous. Yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson loves being famous. I get in a weird headspace where I really genuinely enjoy doing this show with you. (laughs) Um, I want to have an audience. I never actually want to be in the same room with anyone who knows that I do this. (laughs) It's dumb. Well, I got news for you. We have gotten a lot of downloads lately. So eventually you're going to meet somebody. Hey, man. New listeners out there, welcome. Welcome. We're glad you're there. I don't even know why you're there. I'm just glad you're there. Yeah. Let us know why you're there. Let us know how you found it. Let us know what you like, what you don't, all that stuff. But thank you for downloading. We appreciate it. <laughs> Back to the final word. Back to the final word on, on Hobbs, Hobbs and, and Shaw. Shaw was it opens with a cover of Jim Croce's Time in a Bottle by if someone I named Could Put Time in a Bottle by someone by the name of Youngblood. 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 And he has What's up, young blood? such a thick accent, and he he he's 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 talking through it. It's kind of a <laughs> muted, but it's silly to me when it's you know, like doing the the lyrics of like, but I never seem to be enough time. So it's super low key to do do the things you want. Like a <laughs> lot a lot of f's where there's no f's. A lot of, to do the things you want. Things. Like uh, and young blood, enunciate for me, please. <laughs> it, this is this is a dad, a grandpa shouting at the clouds moment of like young blood, enunciate, please. Mm. So young blood fans out there, sorry, I'm just I'm not a bloodhead. Not a bloodhead. Not a bloodhead. Are you a bloodhound? Uh, Remember the bloodhound gang? I was gonna go there, Trav. You and me, baby, Trav, we ain't nothing but mammals. So there let's are. Do it like they do are, on the Discovery Channel. There are little to no shames in my listening category of like I don't I don't have like look back and be like oh man I was I was way into like like I love ska I I don't get embarrassed that I love ska mm-hmm. I 
I kind of got into the like swing revival movement in the in the. I and love the, that stuff. Swingers, swingers like, man. I think I never, Cherry Pop and Daddies is a ridiculously embarrassing name. For it's a band, bad name. But I was never really into them so much. I like them. I like I Squirrel Nut Zippers, that. Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Squirrel Nut Zippers has a couple of, like, dude. Uh, in the Afterlife. Yeah, in the Afterlife is a real good song. It's an excellent song. Uh, that that aside, I know that stuff's not for everyone. And I don't get I don't get embarrassed that I like that stuff. I am genuinely embarrassed that I really liked Bloodhound Games for a while. <laughs> that was a bad. That was a Jake Doll bad call. <laughs> it was. Do you remember the original Bloodhound Gang? That was a. It was a. Oh yeah, it was a old PBS. Old PBS. Was it a cartoon? No, it wasn't a cartoon. No. It was some friends that solved it, mysteries. I, I know of the Bloodhound Gang. If you've got the crime, then we've got the time. We're the Bloodhound Gang. Hey, wow, thanks for that. But yeah. <laughs> Google it, y'all. Oh man, I'm. I. It's a real bummer that I, I, I get bummed out that I really like Blunhound Gang because, <laughs> boy, they're... They had a second song. I can't even remember what it was now. I just remember Discovery Channel or whatever it was called. Yeah. They had another one. Yeah. I don't want to plumb the depths of my... I don't, I don't want to remember. You don't want to know. Don't you don't want, want to remember. To remember. Okay. Bad, bad That's news. fair. That's fair. <laughs> so now that we It was left... a guilty pleasure of mine back in the day, though. Hey, Trav, while we got a little bit of time... While we got a little bit of time... Gross. <laughs> Gross. Get out of my house. <laughs> While we've got a little bit of time, uh, I want to hear about some uh, Idaho... Was it Idaho Falls? Oh, yeah. I, last week, I went up to Idaho Falls, Re- did a show up there. Regale me, Travis. At the DEC. Woo! It's the Downtown Event Center. I did a show with Jay Whitaker up there. Uh, I guess they're doing... I think it's monthly shows. My my buddy Todd Johnson's going up there next month. So if, you, if you're Shout up there in Todd's Idaho Falls and you're listening, go see Todd. You're going to love him. He's an Idaho guy. You'll love him. But yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a fun crowd. The people there were they were good people. They enjoyed. There was a lot of people that were seeing stand up for their first time, huh. and it, yeah, it was it was really cool. I look forward to going back up there again. Everybody that had us up there, it's a really cool venue. It's like a kind of an old industrial uh, building. Like they've got kind of a downtown, like you would see in like uh, even San Diego or Boise. It's like these really old buildings, and they've put restaurants and little shops and stuff in them that's cool and this one they like they did a lot of work put a lot of money into it and like they can do private events concerts and comedy shows and it was a lot of fun and i i really enjoyed it. i'd never been to idaho falls in the day i'd been there to the prep the pepper tree inn in idaho falls and it's one of the worst stand-up gigs in the country it was i don't know if they're <laughs> even still doing it it was a it was a triple run show if you guys have ever heard the triple run term and it was pretty bad. I had to stay there one night because uh, there was a really bad storm. And I slept naked because I was afraid I was going to get bed bugs Ooh. if I was wearing clothes. Ooh. I've never slept naked before. But I Late was that to the par- party with Travis Tate after dark. That's Continue. the place. That's the place that they had a bottle opener in the bathroom, <laughs> so you could sit on the toilet and open your bottle. It was on the on the side of the sink, so you could drink your beer while you were sitting on the can. <laughs> but this is a hundred times better. This is a really cool place. Idaho Falls is beautiful. They've got. Uh, the Snake River goes through the middle of town, and there's actual falls, and it, they've got like a river walk you can walk up and down the sides, and there's all these, uh, they're like metal animals, and they've put like uh, vegetation and stuff in there, so it, like a moose, it's got like mossy fur and stuff like that, so it looks really cool, and there's benches all over, there's parks on each side, it's really cool, so if you're ever up near Idaho Falls, go check it out. Okay. That was fun, and then the next day I drove back. 
hung out with Christina P at the downtown Wise Guys. That was a lot of fun. I opened for Christina the last time she was in town. Dogs in the house are a big Christina P fan. Yeah, she's got dogs. They know her. Where my dogs at? Dogs talk. Dog word gets around, man. She's got a new podcast called uh, Where My Mom's At. And she also does uh, Your Mom's House with Tom Segura. They're married. But yeah, she's super funny. She's great. She she's like grew up in the same era as us, so she's got all the same like musical interests. Like we talk about Susie and the Banshees to, and the Sundays and see stuff what, like that. Next time she next time you're within earshot of her, find out what Christina P's thoughts on the Bloodhound Gang are. I will. I will ask her actually. Uh, but that was lots of fun hanging it's out with be her. Our she's new great. Test for anyone we come across <laughs> on the show. It's like so, Bloodhound Gang. They they were bad, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah that was fun i i love hanging out with her hopefully i'll see her when i go down to la next month get to say hi at the comedy store or something like that hopefully. so yeah and she brought uh she brought chase o'donnell with her to feature and she did a great job she was super funny so it's always good to meet new comics that are like not only funny but like a good hang good people so good times lots of fun then i found out today i'm gonna open for uh greg barrett this weekend so hey that's pretty good Somebody had to cancel. Uh, there was like a, a death in the family situation. So uh, Greg Barrett's coming kind of last minute. And Good times. That's a, heck, that's a heck of a get for a last yeah. minute well, if, headliner. He's one of my favorites. He's an you, amazing joke writer, great performer. If you performer. chat with him, you know what you got to ask him. <laughs> people, people who are fans of the show. Tune in in the next uh, in the following episodes to find out possibly Craig Parent's thoughts on the Bloodhound Gang. On the, okay, I'll ask him about the Bloodhound Gang. <laughs> he was like super into rock and roll and stuff, so he might have uh, heard of the Bloodhound Gang. I don't know if he was into him or not. I he wrote the book. Uh, She's just not that into you. Yeah, that was a huge thing in the nineties. Yeah, but yeah, did, he's a great they, comic. Is, did they make a movie out of that? They, I think they did. Yeah, they did make a movie out of it, and then he got. I feel like I've heard he him got talk a day, like a, a daytime talk show out of it for a little while. Yeah, but Nick Swardson's who who had to cancel. There was a. Yeah, it's too bad. Yeah, that's that's no fun. But I mean, not the can. I mean, too bad. You know, Nick Swardson <laughs> is falling on a bit of tragedy. He is coming back in September, late September. So it's it got rescheduled fairly mm-hmm. quickly. So so hopefully you can get all of his stuff in order and be good to go. So. But that was that was my uh, stand up fun for for the week. It was it was a good stand up weekend. So all right, lots of fun. Good time. Good times. Great tacos in Idaho Falls. Oh, they they brought back some tacos. Nice, good tacos. You know what I found? You know what I found out? Might may or may not be in town that I am probably going to go give a try. What for uh, my boy Handsome John? Uh, there is a place in town that he got grasshopper tacos. Mm. It, it better be really good i've had grasshoppers before and they're just dry it's like eating sunflower seed shells really? well yeah. trav if you know anything about me i am always down for food crimes which i, I don't know if i would classify that outright as a food it's a crime mis- they it's probably a pulled the legs off though right i think that's the he the showed me part. a picture and i don't i do not believe they were delegged delegged <laughs> But uh, he said they were heavily. They, he what he told me is like they were kind of crunchy and you know they'd been spiced. Well, I, so. I mean, I might give it a try. I did see that Shake Shack is open here now mm. in Sandy. Mm. I love Shake Shack. Mm. I'm not gonna stand in line for it <laughs> like a lot of people did the day it opened, just because. If you're listening throughout the country, which I know we have listeners, Utah is very. Uh, 
a trendy. We're trendy people. Oh, so yes. when In and Out opened no, here, you couldn't not, get into In and Out in less than two people. hours. We're we're this is a thing that was a trend five years ago, and they finally opened That's one true. in our state, and we're going to treat it like we're we're going to say like, we're as good as California guys. Yeah, See, we yeah. got one of those. Like a Chick Fil A, Krispy Kreme, In and Out, all that kind of stuff. When it finally showed up here, Cheesecake Factory, people Cons- were like, "I gotta go there the day it opens," and everybody goes. Considering kind of what Chick Fil A is, it's weird that there wasn't one in Utah for a long time. Yeah, it is weird because especially since they're closed on Sundays. Yeah, the closed on Sundays, and yeah. I don't know what it's like when you're around. I go to the Chick Fil A. If I ever go to the Chick Fil A by my place, it's like. This is all the kids from the ward working in the same place. <laughs> Can I tell you, I never thought about putting pickles on a chicken sandwich before Chick-fil-A. Hmm. But it actually is good. I got a chicken sandwich at the Maverick, which is a local gas station here. But they have pretty it's Adventures de- first stop. Travis. It is Adventures first stop. They have pretty decent food, actually. But and it's it's he it's cooked fresh. Well, as fresh as you can cook stuff at a gas station. But they put a uh, pickle spears that were sliced onto the chicken sandwich and it was really good i like a pickle and chicken (laughs) okay i don't know why that sounded funny but i got a giggle out of pickle and chicken i like a pickle and chicken maybe that's the name of the episode we haven't gotten one of those yet pickle and chicken pickle and chicken pickle and chicken pickle and chicken (laughs) (laughs) every time you say it now i have to say it pickle and chicken pickle and chicken pickle and chicken pickle and chicken (laughs) okay that sounded like a finisher i'm gonna I'm going to let it go now. <laughs> Jeez. <sighs> uh, well, we should, so, probably, we should probably wrap this we're getting, puppy up. We're getting long in the tooth. So let's do Magic Mike. Let's do it. Since, we, since we've talked about, about uh, the new movie, why don't we talk to, to Jason Statham? Good old Jason Statham? Yes. Friend of the program. Jason Statham. Yes. All right. I'm just taking a drink of water. Talk for a second. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I finished watching Blind Fury. Uh, there's not much to say about that. It's not a really good movie. R.I.P. So after America. all of that, after all of that, finding it, it wasn't good. It wasn't that hard to. It wasn't. I mean, it was a saga because there was the broken disc. But <laughs> watching it, it's like it's it's a it's a good like dumb late '80s movie mm. premise. It's a lot of setups for kind of dad jokes that, they, <laughs> like all the jokes I swear were in the trailer. Uh, and uh, but it's Rucker Howard's charming. Before we call uh, Jason Statham, did you ever watch uh, Forbidden Kingdom? I gave you the disc for it a, a long time ago. It's actually on. Uh, I think I think it's on Amazon Prime now. <laughs> I just reached in a dresser you drawer. You should watch next it. To me. It's got great kung fu in it. I do. What did Jet you say? Lee and Jackie What did you Chan? say that it's on? I think it's on Prime. Okay, I'll I'll have to look it up. But I, just just watch it. It's I got the Monkey King it in it, man. It's the whole Monkey King. I haven't looked in it. I wonder if there are any new Monkey King movies. <laughs> I haven't seen. I think I they were making a Monkey it. King four. So it, we do need to dip our toe back into the Monkey King the saga. Monkey, the Monkey Kingdom. If if you're a long time listener, you know about the oh, Monkey man. King. Oh man, I I pulled a Shifu on Gabe the other day. The other day, Gabe was like just hanging out. Gabe was like Shifu, Shifu, <laughs> which I, I could completely be mispronouncing that, but yeah, we Monkey King was good times. Well, let's bring in a, another Kung Fu artist. Yeah, maybe someday he'll be in the Monkey King. Perhaps Jason Statham. All right. I forgot the magic words. Uh-oh. Strawberry shortcake. <laughs> Hello. Hello. 
It's me, Jason Statham. I'm going to try not to do your accent back at you. I'm bad at that. Yeah, it's insulting. That's the thing that messes me up is... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I d- Look, I, Jason. Can I call you Jason? Yes, Jake. I, I'm just going to start out really kind of chatty with you. Uh, living here in Utah, I don't run into people with particularly, you know... Uh, I don't run into a lot of accents. You don't. And I worry sometimes ah. that I am the kind of person that when someone says an accent at me, I will slowly start doing it back at them without thinking about it. I think that's just human nature. You just want to bond with somebody. That's a way to bond. So you're forgiving then? I'm forgiving. Is yeah. it a way to James But if you bond? do it again, I'll break your face. Whoa, dang, son. Of your phone. You are you are an, <laughs> you are an well, aggressive crack guy. crack the screen. I, I saw your movie, Mate, dude. You saw my movie? Yeah. Hobbs and Shaw? Yeah. I like to call it Shaw and Hobbs. You, you know Shaw. I was suspicious because uh, I read an article. It's alphabetical. That's why. Hobbs is first. I read an article a week or so ago about the sort of contracts that come into like alpha I male. I wish I could read. Alpha male type uh, actors. I'm, I'm afraid to say you were one of them, Jason. I am alpha. And I, uh, seeing the movie, I did That's a compliment, actually... Jake. It's huh? a compliment. Okay. You don't need to say sorry to say that you're an alpha male. Uh, I know that I'm an alpha male. I, yeah, I, I didn't mean I'm to say I'm Jason effing Stafel. Wow. Is that... Alpha is she... male effing stands for alpha male. Okay. I told you I can't read. How does... How does okay. Oh, I guess I'll stick with that. You know, the, the logic checks out. No, I saw some... Like, if I get hit in the head hard enough, I can read. Do you even get hit? Not that was, very often because I'm quick as a cat. That was the thing, Jafin, is that... Um, Only from behind. There there was a lot of things about the contracts that go into, like, you and Dwayne Johnson. Did you Johnson. call me Jafin? No, I, I'm That's sorry. That's my cousin. That was me That was me slipping into accent. My cousin is my stuntman. His name's Jafin. Jafin? Jafin. Jafin Stafin? Yeah. It's catchy, right? <laughs> Chicken pickle. <laughs> they asked me... He's, he's a little younger than me, and they let me name him. That... And I told you, you are, I can't You read. are the alpha male in the house. I'm the and alpha. You recognize J-fum, that from very young J-fum, age. I was, I was only going to say is I wonder how much contracting went into, like, perhaps Dwayne Johnson like, well, this is my name is going to be the first name on the movie. It is not Sean Hobbs. It will be Hobbs and Shaw. Was that John Cena? Yes. Yes. Yes, it was. Sounded just like him. Good job. Know. Good job. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not the voice man on the show, Jafin. Luckily... Me and The Rock, we get along good. I like it. I like The Rock, I guess. Better than Vin Diesel, you know? Yeah. Vin Diesel's a good bloke, but, I mean, I get more ladies when I'm with The Rock. Do, what do you think? Is it that the ladies pull toward Vin, or is it just that Vin, Vin's got a little bit of a barrier? Yeah, Vin, Vin's like, he's the man of mystery. He's the bad boy in the is Backstreet he? Boys. Yeah. He's Ben Stiller's Rock. mystery? No, that wasn't. The Rock's the guy you want to bring home to your mom, you know? He your, is a Your mom would like guy. The Rock. So I guess that, that is something. That gets, that's my in right there. Just that boom. is something to say is that Dwayne Johnson presents as a very, he, he presents very much as alpha male. He presents he, all right. He also seems, he also seems very personable. Yeah, yeah. So I guess you could. Maybe he's not standoffish in a way that Vin Diesel might be. Vin Diesel's actually—he's a good bloke, like I yeah. said. He just—he's mysterious. Mysterious. Yeah. He was the Iron Giant, you know. He was that—that that was a. Very it always melt my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Superman. So, so Jason, in the yeah, the, that's me. In the wake of your movie releasing, did you say Jason or Jafum? The only the only the tape will tell. 
Okay, because Jafem's over there. Oh. Yeah. Are you pointing like in the room or are you just... Because you, you, the you room, are projecting. In the room, I'm in, he's yeah. over there. <laughs> could, you, could you do me a favor? Yeah. Ask Jafem what he thinks of the Bloodhound Gang. All right. Jafem! Yeah. What'd you think of the <laughs> Bloodhound Gang? Okay. <laughs> he thinks they suck. Good. Jafem is on the good I'm a huge good fan. <sighs> you should maybe revisit that. I like them. They're on my phone. They're on your phone? Yeah. 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 You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammal, so let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. Good stuff, man. Questionable. I like it. I don't want to shame you on... on You have been forthcoming with us, Jason. You have showed up... Jason, excuse me. I got a notion that the motion of the ocean needs small crafted basery. Why am I dancing? No one can see me. Um, we can all feel it. In the wake of it, we bonded just now, Jake. We bonded. I, that's nice. You, that's me, nice. and Jafem. Can I? Jafem, Stafem. Jason, can I? Can I be an alpha male, please? Well, I'll send you my book. <laughs> You've got a book. What? Is yeah, it? there was a ghostwriter. I can't read. <laughs> Jason, what was the title of your book? Out to be an alpha male by Jason Stafel. Can you spell that? Out. A-O-W. Two. Number two. That was going to be out. B. Little buzzy bug. A. That's an A. Even I know that. Alpha. I don't know how to spell that one. Male. It's just a letter. It's got a stamp. Oh, you know what a male is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I know all about male. So in the wake of your movie, this big you know, big franchise for you being released. You mean Shaw and Hobbs? Yes, Shaw and Hobbs. Yeah, what it's my you, movie. What are you doing with your time? Do you like to kind of lay low for a little while? You know, just kind of Lay low. Yourself? You got me on my knees. Lay low. I changed the words. You did. It's clever, huh? That was clever. Yeah. Uh, what do you do with your time? Mostly listening to the Bloodhound Gang. Oh, <laughs> they're probably still I, touring. Me and The Rock, we still like to, you know, like work out on Skype. We like to challenge each other, huh. you know. Interesting that you would mention that. Really? Well, I can't say anything about the movie to our audience because it's still new. Okay. So, do you want to spoil? Oh, anything? I haven't seen it yet. Do you want to spoil anything about your movie? Yeah, I kicked The Rock's ass. Hmm. I'm the alpha male. You're the alpha male. Yes, right. That's right, Jason Stafel. Alpha male. I'm a mechanic. You you were in the mechanic. I was in the mechanic. Was not, I didn't like the mechanic movie. Joey so much. Diaz hates the mechanic movie. Really? Yeah, because he likes Charles Bronson. Are those based on Charles Bronson movies? Yeah. I didn't know the that. The mechanic. Huh. <coughs> Jason Stafel, mama. That wasn't me, that was Jafem. Are you all right? Jafem, if you're going to cough, leave the room. That's you, that's a reference to a Donald Trump interview. Is you is you throw chafing Jafem? It's chafing Jafem, Jastem, Stafem, oh Stafem. Get some chapstick in that throat. All right. So Jason. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Is there it is, is. There, is it there is. anything you'd like to say to the our audience, our vast audience? We've got a lot of new listeners. Jason. I want you to go down to your multiplex and say, I want a ticket for Shaw and Hobbs. Do not accept it if they try and give a Hobbs if and Shaw ticket. No Hobbs and Shaw. If they give you a Hobbs and Shaw ticket, turn it upside down. B 
beat them over the head with a bottle. My, but, no. okay. You can't see the movie you gotta, if you get arrested. A little bit of pregame, take a bottle to the theater with you. You yeah. might not have to use it. Break it before you get It's there. a long movie. You might need the bottle if you put get a big drink. Put it in a bag. Don't put it in your pocket. Yeah. You got to hide it from the ushers. Those teenagers That's are. That's right. They are tough on crime. Yeah. So That's right. But with that said, Jason. Don't have popcorn. It'll make you fat. Jason. That's right. I'd like to send you back to the Jafum Zone. Shine hopes. I'm back. <laughs> hey. How was Jason Statham? You know what? He's pretty nice. Oh, good. He's pretty nice. Yeah, he, he, he seems like a nice guy. Yeah, you know what? He, he's got a cranky exterior for movies, but he does seem like he's probably an okay bloke. And you know, I got to tell you, whenever, mm. whenever I channel Jason Statham... I feel like he's doing crunches while he's doing the interview. You, I f- are you yeah. feeling the burn? Yeah, my abs feel tight. Huh. It's like, I think I burned some calories. Seems beneficial. That'll be good because I'm in a weight loss uh, competition with, with Andy Gold. He's, yeah. a, he's a comedian friend of mine. He's yeah. also fat. Oh. Yeah. He Shout weighed in at 285. Spin. I weighed in at 313. And we got we got money on the line. So oh, how much money? Yeah. Uh, $300. <clears throat> wow. Winner take all. Is there? Is it a time limit? Is there a goal? Uh, New well, Year's Day? Obviously, there can't be a goal since he's kind of got a little bit on you. <laughs> We're gonna go by percentage. Whoever loses the highest percentage All wins. Right. L- deadline is New Year's Day. We're will- gonna we're gonna fat shame each other into losing weight. You willing to give away any trade secrets? Like what you're doing, or you no. want to keep that on the download? This is the I have no this secrets is the so ingredients far. Ingredients for I'm exercising. Glitter. Yeah, <laughs> good on you. That's, that's one thing. And eating better. You there. I'll yeah, I'm trying to eat better and exercise. If I can, even if I lose and I lose a bunch of weight, it'll be worth three hundred dollars because I would pay that to lose weight anyway. Does he know that you know the secret to how to beat the scale? Yeah, yeah I think everybody knows Crap. that. But you know, if I do win, I'm not even going to spend that money. I'm just going to buy a Facebook ad to humiliate him for losing to me. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> okay. I guess Penny's like, no, you're not. Why don't you see how much it costs to get a billboard ad and maybe you can cover (laughs) over that Cosmopolitan is porn one? Yeah. Well, maybe we can go side by side with it. Maybe we can get like a picture in picture ad up on there. There you go. There you go. (laughs) But yeah, we're just kind of, we're both like, we got to make some changes. Maybe if we just challenge each other and maybe like just talk trash on each other, it'll motivate us to do something. Support systems do go a long way when you're trying to lose I mean, I don't know how supportive it is. I think think when we get down to the end, if we're actually both losing weight, it might get a little ugly. I am possibly going to make the wrong assumption that it is all in good fun, at least. Sort of. You... Travis, are you going to reveal here that you do genuinely hate this individual? No, I don't hate him. <laughs> but we we are like we have a rivalry a little bit, and that's why I think it'll be good for both of us. Okay. But yeah, we genuinely get along, but we both want to defeat each other, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a motivation. I don't want to lose to him. He doesn't want to lose to me. It's going to be fun. Fair enough. Well, hey, I wish you the best of luck. Thanks. Uh Anything that you want to promote while we're here? Are you going to be anywhere? Uh, I'm going to be at FanX doing panels. I don't know all the panels yet. I know I'm going to be on at least some. So I'll be doing that as soon as I find out what I will let people know. I'm going to be down in L.A., I believe, September 8th through the 15th. I'm going to be getting on some shows down there. 
I'll have more details soon, but I'll be doing shows and hanging out at the comedy store a lot. If I'm not doing a show, that's where I'm going to be. So, and that'll be fun. If you're down in LA, let's go to Shake Shack where I don't have to stand in line for six hours because they're everywhere down there. I suppose this is maybe a good time to start saying that if you're going to be at Fan X, uh, and if you happen to run into Trav, I don't know if I'm going to be there yet because I know I'm the talent on the show or something, but if... <laughs> If you happen to run into Trav, I think Trav's going to have the the recording device with him. So yeah, if you want to say hi, we can pull it say out real hey. quick and get get you talking about fun stuff. And also, stuff. he'll get out the recorder. Yep. Yeah, we'll whip it out. <laughs> whip. Great ass. <laughs> Great ass. Uh, yeah, it'll be fun. Come say hi. Take a picture or whatever. Especially if you're like in a a cool cosplay. I'm just cosplaying as me. That's all I cosplay as. So. It'll be boring for you, but cool for me. So say hi. Say hi to Trav when you see him. Tell your local comedy clubs to get him out for you. Yeah, that's how it works. You got to contact your comedy clubs no matter where you're at in the country. Say, hey, I want to get this guy. He's really funny. He's a good comic. He can do a full hour. If uh, if you want to say anything to us and you can't wait for FanX, later to the tater at gmail.com is our email address. Tell your friends. Please. Please. Subscribe to our show. I want to keep these subscribe the sc- subscriptions, scoopy de boopies, and downloads going. They're uh, they're picking up, and I'm loving it. I would love to have your five star reviews. I'm with loving a, it. Your five star uh, reviews with a one sentence review, just to get us visible out there. We're trying to be people out there, people. That's right. So, uh, usual things got to say. Hey, Blue Wave Theory. We use their music, and we think it's great, and we think they're great. We thank them. Yeah, they're great. I like surf music. Any uh, social media things you want to shout? At uh, Travis State Funny on Twitter and Instagram. And also, I've got a comedian page on uh, Facebook. You can just, just friend me on Facebook, too, if you want. So At Jake underscore doll on Twitter, I'm a nightmare. If you listen, please just send me a message and tell me what you like or what you don't or whatever. If you listen, remember that I don't want anyone to know that I'm doing this, but don't remember too much. <laughs> I'm the opposite. I want everyone to know I'm doing this. So there. Oh. <laughs> Tell your friends. Attract. <laughs> Tell your friends. Tell your wife. So at any rate, Trav, it's been a great time. It's been a great one. Yeah. So for uh, carnivorous herbivores out there, I'm going to miss you, my buddy. R.I.P. Uh, This has been Late to the Party with Travis Tate. I'm Jake. And I'm Travis Tate. And better Tate than never.